Over the last weekend, astronomy Twitter started noting that the red giant Betelgeuse, the prominent shoulder of Orion, was looking visibly dimmer in the sky. And I had a few people reach out and ask me if it was really happening and if I knew what was going on. This is exciting, of course, because Betelgeuse is living on borrowed time and it could explode as a supernova any day now, or it might not detonate for another 100,000 years. We just don't know. What's Betelgeuse up to? Is this a sign that it's about to explode? And what would it mean if it did? When it comes to stars, you couldn't have a star more different from our sun than Betelgeuse. It's located about 640 light years away from us in the constellation of Orion. There are many stars much closer than Betelgeuse, but it's still in the top 10 brightest stars because it's so large and pumping out so much radiation. Ethan Siegel blew my mind with the fact that if we could see all the radiation coming from Betelgeuse and not just the visible light, it would be the second brightest star in the sky after our sun. If you drop Betelgeuse into the solar system, its size would engulf the asteroid belt, reaching almost to Jupiter. It's one of the few stars that astronomers can actually reveal features on its surface. Astronomers estimate that Betelgeuse has 12 to 20 times the mass of the Sun, and like all stars with that much mass, they're destined to live very short lives, just a few million years before they explode as supernovae. When Betelgeuse does explode, it'll actually be the second brightest star in the sky, vastly outshining everything else except for the sun and the moon. In fact, some estimates say that it might even outshine the full moon, bright enough to see during the daytime, blazing away for an entire year until it finally fades away. Even the wreckage it leaves behind will be a stunning deep sky object, which we'll continue to enjoy for thousands of years as it fades away. Here's the Crab Nebula, the remnant from a supernova that exploded back in 1054. And it's roughly 6,500 light years away and has a diameter of about 11 light years across. The closest supernova in living memory is SN1987A, which exploded over 30 years ago in the Large Magellanic Cloud, 170,000 light years away. It was visible just barely to the unaided eye when it went off, and astronomers still watch the expanding radiation shockwave as it expands through the cloud of debris shed by the star as it was dying. And don't worry, even though Betelgeuse is closer than any potential supernova star that we know of, it's still far enough away that it doesn't pose any risk at all to the Earth. So what's going on? On December 8, 2019, the Astronomer's Telegram reported that Betelgeuse was getting fainter. According to astronomers from Villanova University and the American Association of Variable Star Observers, Betelgeuse has been declining in brightness since October 2019, reaching its modern all-time low of 1.12 magnitude on December 7, 2019. Betelgeuse was already known to be a variable star, changing in brightness every 420 days, plus or minus 15 days. It also has a longer cycle of 5 to 6 years, as well as a shorter cycle of 100 to 180 days. But right now, it's at its dimmest point in 25 years of continuous monitoring and 50 years of other observations. So why is it changing in brightness? 
Astronomers know of a few of the mechanisms that make red supergiants variable stars. Just like our sun, they have granules on the surface, which are convection currents of warmer material rising up from the interior and then releasing their heat. Think of the bubbles you see on a pot of boiling water. But these bubbles are big. They could be 60% the radius of the star, not 60% the radius of the sun, but 60% the radius of Betelgeuse, which is almost 500 times bigger than the sun. Variable stars also pulsate in size and brightness. Stars are always a balance between gravity pulling in and the light pressure pushing out. The interior of the star releases less radiation. Gravity pulls the star inward. Then the higher density and temperature creates more radiation so it expands out again. Betelgeuse is definitely dying. It's nearing the end of its life, and that means powerful solar winds are throwing its material out into the universe. A red supergiant like Betelgeuse will blast out about half the mass of our sun in powerful solar winds. This material is constantly hurled out into space for thousands of years, creating a bubble of material that gets illuminated by the shockwave of radiation when it explodes. And so the brightness of the star can be affected by the amount of dust that's obscuring our view. And there could even be new physics that astronomers just don't understand yet. And this is probably one of the situations where I'm going to be the bearer of bad news. There's no reason to believe that Betelgeuse is dimming because it's getting set to explode. Betelgeuse is a variable star and it changes in brightness all the time. The fact that it's dimmed more than astronomers have seen in 50 years is exciting and it's an opportunity to learn more about the star and these longer dimming cycles. There'll probably be hundreds of stars that explode in the Milky Way before Betelgeuse goes off. And I wanted to do this video to manage your expectations. There's some pretty breathless articles out there speculating that it's going to explode and you need to be very skeptical about that. But is anyone working on a way to figure out when a supernova is about to explode? Could we get at least a few hours warning? I'll talk about that in a second, but first I'd like to thank Noah Begdonagas, Bart Segers, Julio Gonzalez, Cody Later, Colin Patterson, and the rest of our 849 patrons for their generous support. Remember, I remove all the ads from the Universe Today website for patrons for life. Join our community at patreon.com universe today. Is there a way to know with more precision when a supergiant star is going to explode? Maybe thanks to neutrinos. When a star explodes as a supernova, it releases 99% of its energy in the form of neutrinos in just 10 seconds. These high speed, low mass particles pass easily through almost all the mass they encounter. But a tiny fraction can be seen in some of our largest detectors, like the one kilometer ice cube instrument in Antarctica. As a star is in the process of exploding as a supernova, the neutrinos from the center escape into space faster than the light does, which means that we should get a few hours warning from the neutrinos before the light arrives. A worldwide network of detectors called the Supernova Early Warning System is now online to give astronomers an alert when a supernova has gone off. But the supernova has to be close. A supernova that exploded in the galaxy M82 in 2014 didn't result in any detections, and it was 11.4 million light years away. There's a really cool idea that you could detect the neutrinos from a massive star that's about to go supernova by the amount of neutrinos coming from it. In the last couple of hours before it dies, the star is fusing heavier and heavier elements on its way up to iron in the periodic table. This releases a kind of neutrino that should be detectable above the background noise of the universe. 
and in theory, detectors should be able to find stars about to go supernova to a distance of about 100,000 light years. In other words, we get about two hours of notice before any star about to go supernova across the Milky Way. Betelgeuse at only 650 light years away would be very detectable. Imagine a neutrino detector so powerful that it could observe stars in the sky by the neutrinos they're generating and detect how they're shifting over to new elements in their cores. This is actually a tremendously difficult challenge because the sun's neutrinos overwhelm our local environment and neutrinos are almost impossible to find. But still, a man can dream. So is Betelgeuse about to explode? Probably not. This is an incredibly rare event, and it's only happened a couple of times in recorded history. The last time a supernova went off close by and was bright enough to see in the daytime was Kepler's supernova, observed by the astronomer in 1604 and visible in the day for a few weeks. It's unlikely that it'll be us who see it go off. And yet, it's just a blink in the eye in the age of the universe. Hopefully, astronomers will still be here in the next few tens of thousands of years when it does go off, capitalizing on the treasure trove of astronomical secrets it reveals. But I really want one of them to be me. So come on, Betelgeuse, explode already. What do you think? Let me know your thoughts in the comments. Here are the names of the patrons who support us at the $10 level and more. Want to see your name here? Support the work we do? Go to patreon.com universe today. Once a week, I gather up all my space news into a single email newsletter and send it out. It's got pictures, brief highlights about the story, and links you can find out more. Go to universetoday.com newsletter to sign up. And did you know that all of my videos are also available in a handy audio podcast format? So you can have the latest episodes as well as special bonus material like interviews with me show up on your audio device. Go to universetoday.com audio or search for Universe Today on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts and I'll put a link in the show notes. We talked briefly about neutrinos in this episode, but we did a whole video on them in the enormous ice cube observatory embedded in the ice in Antarctica. And you can watch that here while you're waiting for Betelgeuse to explode.